Oh, hey, before hey. we get going, uh, I'm not available next week. Mm. Oh, it's next week. Okay. Well, yeah, like I could do this show, obviously, because we're doing it. But in one week from now, I will not be here. Okay. Right. Uh, mm. um, I guess this is just for Ray, though. I don't think it needs to be said anymore because it's kind of a whatever. But I, I never started playing Marvel Puzzle Quest mobily. I will be on zero times while I'm away. Right. Sure. Okay. I just didn't want to seem. Yeah, I didn't want to. I just wanted to be upfront about it is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> but I'm out of words for the day. So I'm just going to take a nap. Let me know when the show starts. <laughs> uh, Hessian Jackson, uh, since we missed last week. We'll probably do a show, and we're probably going to miss one around Christmas, I'm imagining, so. Yeah, hard to say. I yeah. don't have anywhere to go, but. I'm a little offended you didn't find out when Hanukkah was, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> when is Hanukkah? I it's a week no long, idea. though. No one I knows. No, no idea. <laughs> Actually, I think. It's one of those traveling holidays like Easter. <laughs> yeah, isn't Christmas on like a Sunday like this year? Yeah, Christmas on a Monday. Yeah, we should be good. I don't plan that far in advance. Yeah, that sounds like a future Ian problem. December 7th. Oh, 7th. Is that 15th. early? Wow. That's early. <laughs> what Feels shows, early. What shows can I get out of? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Can't be here on the 12th. Falls right in the middle of Hanukkah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. My my yearly tradition of always missing the, the podcast for Hanukkah. And we all remember that, right? <laughs> uh. I do. <laughs> And welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, aka the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, November 28th, 2023. Happy birthday, Karen! Hey, thanks. Oh, you beat me to it. I was going to be the one to do it. How dare you be a good and loving husband, right? <laughs> That's right, Karen is here, even though it's her birthday. I thought I was doing my duty by saying nothing. <laughs> this is true karen tells me that ian texted a few days ago and said are we celebrating or pretending it's not a thing <laughs> and i went eh, low-key <laughs> <laughs> but it's on the podcast now so <laughs> uh on this podcast we generally talk about news politics and religious nonsense and give opinions from a secular point of view if you'd like to join in on our conversation you can sign up on our patreon page which will allow you to chat with us directly as we record on discord Tuesday nights right around 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, if you can't do that, you could still post to our Facebook page or tweet at Profane Arg. Uh, this week, I learned who Clay Higgins is. Clay Higgins? Clay Higgins? Higgins. Oh, oh okay. No, I don't know who that is. No, nope, yeah. no one does. He's the, he's the other uh, con congressman from Louisiana, but we'll, ah. get to, we'll get to him yeah. later. Well, one of the other ones. So... First, let's start off with some news. Um, from the Freedom From Religion Foundation, there is breaking news. New Jersey has agreed to a more inclusive oath due to the Freedom From Religion Foundation lawsuit. Uh, yeah. So they filed a lawsuit on behalf of a New Jersey resident against the Secretary of State for forcing candidates for public office to swear in a mandatory religious oath. Oh, was that? Do we know what the old one sounded like? Oh, I saw it somewhere. <laughs> it just had a "so help me God" at the end. Oh, 
And New Jersey has been pretty good about stuff like this recently. So I'm not surprised. Who is that ghost that's on that website, though? Jesus. <laughs> what? That's a very... I mean, it's just a super white dude. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't recall. I believe he is with the Freedom from Religion Foundation, but there's no name or anything. Yeah, I don't. Uh... Yeah. He's just staring into my soul. He is. <laughs> <laughs> Check out the website. It's spooky. <laughs> with that, I have to put the image in Discord now, right? Yeah, uh, yeah I think so. <laughs> he might have just right above the article with no name, just like, you going to read this or what? <laughs> <laughs> that might that might have to be uh that might have to be this week's image we do have to figure out who he is then <laughs> yeah yeah that's true i guarantee you that james austin johnson does an impression of that guy <laughs> <laughs> uh if only we knew what he sounded like for sure all right so this next uh next thing i have is missouri and the website that i have linked is paywalled for me now no. But uh, maybe we can find another one. And in the meantime, I'll tell you what it's about. A lawsuit was filed by a number of the religious leaders challenging Missouri's abortion laws on a church-state separation grounds. Uh, it is back in the court this week. This has been going back and forth. The last appellate court said it denied the lawsuit and said, no, this law is, you know, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with it. The attorneys... For the state of Missouri have been arguing that abortion bans aren't inherently religious, even if lawmakers pass them because of their faith. <laughs> <laughs> you magnificent bastard. <laughs> wow. But the ban references the idea of conception, which is typically associated with religious text, and contains the language, in recognition that the almighty God is the author of life... Oh, my. Mm -hmm. That's rather specifically religious. Okay. <laughs> so they were actually saying this isn't religious at all, but it says, Almighty God, it is the intention of the General Assembly to defend the right of life of all humans born and unborn based on the idea that God is the author of all life. So how did you even think that argument was going to fly? <laughs> Well, it depends on the judges they're in front of. If they're in front of religious exactly. right-wing judges, yeah. totally sure. will buy that. <laughs> I go, that. Yeah, that tracks. I think that was in the Constitution, wasn't it? Absolutely. Well, unfortunately for them, it didn't, didn't fly in this case. So okay. the state Supreme Court, if I remember correctly, I'm going off memory now because, they, like I said, the article is paywalled. But um, the state, I believe the state Supreme Court has ruled that, no, clearly that's religious. And it is a violation of the separation of church and state. It actually says, makes a reference to God, the supreme ruler of the universe. Boy, the balls on these motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to put that in and then also go, but that's not what we meant. <laughs> <laughs> wink. They're giving the old egg of the heart and the Harkness wink from fucking WandaVision, you know? <laughs> so this is a good thing. Uh, yeah. I did want to know, Hesgen Gixon, thank you. Uh, according to what he found, the guy that, that stares into our souls is named James Tosone. He is mentioned as as the politician that didn't want to have to swear in on the oath. And ah. so was the person who got the Freedom From Religion Foundation engaged. Well, I mean, clearly so. he has no soul, so that tracks. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Poor, Poor man. <laughs> but 
but not really. That dude got up in the morning, looked in the mirror and said, I should run for public office. I have a charismatic and likable face. <laughs> Everybody went, ah, ah. okay, I'll vote for you. I promise. Yeah, he won. Good for him. I yep. mean, he really looks like just... he hates me and is sort of judging me at the same time. Like, <laughs> like I'm super glad this went in a good direction. I just, I, 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 I can't. Uh, I can. When I say I can't, I mean, <laughs> I definitely can. But yeah, how can you... Pa- Man, sorry. <laughs> What's wrong? I'm completely lost Everything now. about this is like... <laughs> oh, yeah. Why wouldn't you just concede? Who gives a shit? <laughs> Why do you have to have force people to take that out? God damn it. <laughs> well, probably... Why is this an issue? Yeah. Well, I mean, New Jersey but... is, is all on board with... All right, yeah, we, we forgot that was there. We, we'll take that out, so... <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad they did. I just... Yeah. I can't believe it's an issue. I don't know why it's not a non-issue. I mean, you know, in just... Ah, but I do. I mean, gotta have an in, in God We Trust plaque on every elementary school or yeah. else. One would hope that the Freedom of Religion Foundation would call them and say, hey, you know, you still have that thing? And they go, oh, crap. All right, give us like a month. We'll get rid of it. And that should be the end of it. Not A lawsuit should not be necessary. Right. A complaint should be enough. Yeah. But they did. A, they get a lot of backing from, you know, religious organizations. So That's mm. true. And they got the money. One of which is the United States bishops. They have, apparently they do this every every year. They disseminate a, I don't know, a list of, of things uh, that they will continue to highlight regarding politics. So the U.S. bishops put out the threat of abortion as a preeminent priority in their introduction to a guide that they disseminate to all Catholic voters ahead of the 2024 election. Whoa. So they put out an election guide. The bishops. Smart. Catholic bishops in the United States. Well, <laughs> they should lose their um, their tax exemption then. Yeah, they should. <laughs> that's funny. I, yeah, I know, I but <laughs> they should. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's pretty blatant. I bet you're pro-Palestine, too, you anti-Semite. <laughs> now, apparently they argue that this is a guide. We don't tell you who to vote for, so it's not interfering with politics. We just tell you which topics you should vote for in which way. <laughs> I mean, the whole thing is ridiculous. I mean, how many Catholics are on birth control and, you know, would not actually hesitate to get an abortion if it was necessary? I mean, the number is... It would be strikingly high. <laughs> I know one worrying for president <laughs> who probably has had done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, to their benefit, I guess, the new introduction to their guide also lists euthanasia, gun violence, terrorism, the death penalty, and human trafficking as grave threats to life alongside abortion. But then they also, uh, now they changed it this, this year, the guide now states that the redefinition of marriage and gender threatens the dignity of the human person. Wow. That is a word salad that means nothing. What does that <laughs> fucking mean? It's total hyperbole. Yeah. Threatens <laughs> the dignity of the human person? Right. Oh, it's, gay marriage and gay sex is icky, and we don't want people to do it or have it available to them. Well, that's like, uh, and I don't know if you have this in the list because I'm a stupid asshole and I never look at the list anymore. <laughs> um, that did you see that audio leaked from Mike Johnson 
Uh, which one? <laughs> the one where he's talking to the pastor about the decline of the American civilization because uh, gay people are getting married and we, like basically everything that we that everyone's like accepted. He's like, oh, we're doing bad and God's going to smite all of us. This whole country, <laughs> you know, uh, there, he, he, he did mention something about high school students identifying gay. And he's like, can you even believe that? Like, where are we headed? And um, I was like, wow, he's two steps away from being president. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. really unnerving to know. And I'm like, damn, he might be a real believer. He might not be a Mike Pence faker, you know? Oh, I think he absolutely is. And yeah. he was next on um, on our list of oh, things okay. to talk okay. about. Okay. okay, good. He is the first Louisiana con- congressional delegate that uh, was was on our list. But the, the the article that I have about him is about his separation of church and state. <laughs> the fact that he is still saying that, well, it's, he calls it a misnomer. The fact that, well, th- he says that um, it doesn't mean that religion shouldn't, you shouldn't use your religion in politics. It means that politics shouldn't Im- impede upon religion. And o- it's a one-way street. Yeah. Right. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, I, that's exactly what he said. He was like, politics can't influence religion, but religion can influence politics. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, he said it the other way around. No, that's no, no, what that's he said. What he said. Oh, oh, you just, just disagree. Wrong. <laughs> okay, he's <yeah>. just wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mike Johnson just has that very much wrong. Yeah, he's scary. I Does, mean, he is one of the what's the uh, what's the show with the women in the red dresses? Oh, uh, oh yeah, all? that happened. I don't remember, but it happened. Handmaid's Tale. Handmaid's, Handmaid's Tale. Tale. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, he is absolutely. That's what he wants. Like, there's sure. no, there's no doubt about it. Again, Karen talked about this previously, the way that his wife talks in a very babyish voice. Oh, because, I, I've never heard you know, her talk. Oh, you have to find it. It's spooky. Yeah. Oh, boy. I mean, what was the quote? Um, um, Mike Johnson said his wife is worn out from being on her knees praying. What? And, yeah. That's why she didn't show up at an event one time. He said that out loud to people. <laughs> out loud to people <laughs> yeah see now that puts me back in a category of i don't believe him mm. but i don't know and how isn't he like young he's ve- like 44 or something or am i no i'm thinking of ron DeSantis. but he's not that he's under 50 right i think we looked this up previously but i don't remember he, he's 51 right uh he is seven almost seven months older than me <laughs> I just don't understand how he, our generation, spit somebody like that out. <laughs> right? <laughs> deep, I just don't get it. Deep red Louisiana. Yeah. Super yeah, churchy. Yeah, but I, I just assumed our generation produced like fake religious people. You know, like the mm. ones that still go but don't really believe. And like, boy, we were really on an upward trajectory, and just something just <laughs> barreled us down. Nine <laughs> Eleven, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Well, yeah, religious fundamentalism in the Deep South is, yeah, it's holding strong and producing people like this creepola. Yeah, it's bad. We're, we're back to book banning? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> like, oh seriously. Yeah. Like, they tried to do that here in our little blue corner of Pennsylvania. Really? Out of freaking, oh, yeah. <laughs> out of their freaking minds. What book? Anything in particular or? The the, the one guy, the, the one um, couple super fundamentalist actually broke into the high school and were perusing through the library in the high school looking for books to ban. And she what ran for office. <laughs> oh, yeah. She ran they for office. They broke in? Well, they went in through a, a, oh, an, okay. you know, an unlocked door in the back. 
I mean, they didn't really break in, but they were not there legally. But they everybody were... knows, as an adult, you don't just go wandering the halls of the high school. Like... Right. Yeah, they actually ran for, she actually ran for um, the student, uh, the board, and lost badly. So, yeah. Is it, did, they get, did, they get all the, did they get all the Harry Potters? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or they those good... Are those good now because she's anti-trans? So maybe (laughs) Harry Potter's back in with their... Maybe. They were escorted from the building before they actually managed to get their list together. Okay, so that's... I'm pretty sure witchcraft is high on the list. That's that's insanity, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. The thing about it is, I mean, why do you get to decide what my child can look at? That's my job, not your job. The ball's on these people. Although (laughs) they did both agree on this. You know, to go. So I'm like, is it insanity? I mean, like, it's just like, <laughs> like, and not only that, you'd be like, let's just go in and do it. Let's just go in and look around. Yeah, babe, yeah. that's a good idea. We should. <laughs> I mean, we shouldn't go in the front door because somebody might see us, but I, I think the back door is unlocked. Let's just go in that way. What? <laughs> is there anything on TV and the 8,000 streaming services we have? Is there anything we can put our time into besides this? No, yeah. <laughs> this is the most important thing. Yep. Let's do it, babe. <laughs> so bizarre. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit the uh, the second Louisiana delegate here, Clay Higgins. And I I had no idea who this was when I, when I started looking at this, but he was in a hearing with FBI Director Christopher Wray on last Wednesday, uh, where he displayed an image from inside the Union Station parking garage on January 6th and asked if Director Wray was familiar with ghost buses. Oh, I saw this. <laughs> uh, what now? <laughs> so, he says that these vehicles are used for secret purposes. They were painted completely white. Uh, these buses are nefarious in nature. They were filled with FBI informants dressed up as Trump supporters, <laughs> deployed onto our Capitol on January 6th. And then wow. he followed this up with, your day is coming, Mr. Ray. <gasps> <laughs> the The way in which he goes... Um, do you know about these ghost buses? And Christopher's like, what are you? I don't know what you're talking about. And he's like, oh, really? You don't know anything about these ghost buses, huh? Ghost buses? Is that like the bootleg version of Ghostbusters that you buy in Taiwan? Oh, no, those are ghost smashers. (laughs) Wow. So he thinks... During a hearing, he actually claimed that the FBI was running a special secret operation and they coerced people into attacking the Capitol. The FBI did this. Mm-hmm. Why? To take down Trump. Yeah. Uh, All to take down Trump, Karen. Good Lord, these people are idiots. Nope. You need lots of help to get Donald <laughs> nine indictment Trump. <laughs> He's not doing anything on his own. Yeah. You need ghost buses. What's he been pointing at in the picture? It's a bus. <laughs> What, have- what what have you proven? What if why are you there? <laughs> Go call your other buddy Mark Wayne and maybe you guys can fight them all together. <laughs> Survivor <laughs> series is coming up. You could make your own team and you guys could solve it on pay-per-view. I mean, do you think he actually believes it or is it just a, you know, I want to be on TV? Well, he later said, I've turned a lot of this evidence over to the appropriate authorities and we'll see what happens when we get Trump back in the White House. These guys are going to be in a bind. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, Karen, right now, none of it's actually real, but right. it easily could be a year from now. Yeah. Be real. That's scary. Or it doesn't matter what's real and what's not. 
Well, right now, now there's so, there's sort of a line protecting us from insanity, mm. but easily could go in the wrong direction soon. Sure. Because apparently somehow Trump is polling better than Biden. I don't understand why, but a uh, most recent poll, Biden's pulled back ahead. I heard. Oh, okay. He got the Thanksgiving bump, or I don't know. <laughs> I, maybe he got the Middle East peace bump. I don't know. Wow. No, I just I, I or I shouldn't uh, say peace. Sorry. But, Everything you know. is just so deflating. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to believe that that can't happen, but it's already happened. So mm-hmm. I know that I can't discount it. I just, I try not to listen to the polling because it can't really be that bad. Like, can really everybody be like, like what Jared just said, Trump wants to, you know, everything will go wrong if Trump gets back in there. Trump has publicly said, mm. I want to make it so that I can use the military to round up my enemies and turn this into a police state. And everybody's still like, well, Biden is kind of old. I don't know. Yeah, they're, they're, they're all like, Biden's Shut not up. doing what I want him to do. And I'm like, I- I'm like, and I've said this to my friends. I'm like, I would vote Biden in for whatever remaining time he has for life, which goes against everything I believe in about <laughs> leaders, right? Yeah. If it means I don't have to deal with another Trump. Yeah. You know, I'm, like, I'm with you. <laughs> I mean, Trump called Trump called his enemies vermin. He, that's a really specific dehumanizing no, word. He called Americans humans, basically Democrats, basically everybody in this Discord channel, anybody who listens yep. to this to this channel, anybody who voted for Joe Biden, you are vermin. vermin. Yeah. That needs to be exterminated. Yeah. But, you know, Biden never did get us $15 an hour, so fuck <laughs> it. Let's all throw it into the fire. I, I mean, listen, <laughs> I'm not happy with him either, okay? <laughs> Nobody is ecstatic over Joe Biden. No, we are kind of, uh, it's fine. (laughs) That's as good as it gets. And And we're ecstatic. It's not Trump. Yes. Right. But they go, but their their argument is, well, the Democrats need to learn their lesson. And then I had another friend who put it more succinctly. He was like, you really want to play that game of chicken right now? What lesson would be learned? Yeah. What lesson did they not know? The lesson is that they need to put forth better candidates. That because oh, Joe they've Biden, got a, they've got to bow to the progressives or else. Well, no, I mean, listen, I, I mean, I agree, but I'm like, now's not the time. Can we yeah. do this another time? <laughs> like, how about <laughs> another year? Yeah, yeah, sure. When it's Gavin Newsom versus Mitt Romney, yeah, risk it all you want. I don't care. It's fine. Yeah, <laughs> I'll take either, neither, both, whatever. Uh, Put Jill Stein in there. I don't care. Go nuts. Yeah, no, and they're, let's and not go too crazy. And they're they're very much like, you know, you're not because there is a lot of people running against Biden right now. Some on the Democratic ticket, some are uh, you know, independents and, mm-hmm. and they're like they're not giving them the time, there's not gonna be a debate, and I'm like, you know, and they're putting it under the guise that Biden is being selfish and he wants another another term to cement his legacy. And I and I'm like, you're right. I'm like, I'm all you're all right to to some extent. But I'm like, I cannot and will not fuck around this year because if I cannot believe that I've been dealing with Donald Trump for what, 12 years now no, <laughs> yeah, 8 right. years I'm sorry 8 years and have to deal with him which I assume he will try to do to the day he dies he oh will, yeah some fucking jackass law or something well even so, if he I mean if he loses in 2024 he'll definitely run again if he's still alive in 2028 even if he wins in 2024 he's gonna run again in 2028 or you know it won't, it won't be an election for a reason whatever well, my only hope is that he may be be, be in jail then, uh, in the sense that like they, they're like he's not okay. Get him now while he's not running for president. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
But like I and I mean like I get these people's frustration, but I'm sure. like I'm sorry. I I just don't feel like now is the time to be even even thinking about this shit with this psychopath running again. Right. Agreed. Well, thank you. For, I, I always come here to have my my reasons checked and to make sure I'm not fucking losing it because I feel no. like I am most of the time during the week. Uh, no, you're absolutely right. I mean, it, correct. I think actually Biden's doing a much better job than we give him day to day credit for. That is true too. That yeah. is very true too. I mean, I'm not saying he's perfect and he's not. No, but he was not. No, certainly not thrilling or compelling. But he's not I Bernie Sanders. And super I competent. That. Right. <laughs> Right, but I mean, like, again, I, I'm not a smart man, but I don't know, like, when everybody always complains that, oh, but the, the economy was so great under Trump, I'm like, I think the economy is great. Yeah. Actually, inflation... Like, I think it's going really well. But here's the problem that the Biden camp is having, and I do understand this, because we're fucking mouth-breathing idiot fucking Americans. Inflation <laughs> okay. is actually down, right? Yeah, we're but actually having deflation now. Right. Price, but prices have not reduced, and people still feel like because of that, that inflation is up, and because we can't hold two fucking thoughts in our head, mm. you can't go out there and say, "I know you feel like shit's bad, but you're wrong. You right. shouldn't feel that way because then they get mad when you tell that to them, you know. So you can't say that. Right. So is there a is there a non snotty way to educate them? about the appropriate metrics to, to measure this success because yes, they clearly my, don't understand it? In my opinion, there needs to be a third party saying, actually, here's what's going on, but there's no third party saying that because when this gets reported in the news, they don't say that. They don't say, actually, inflation's down there, just like Americans feel inflation's killing. <laughs> right. You know, well, the, I hear that. The, there's yeah. also the fact that, you know, inflation drove prices up, but corporate greed keeps them up when they could right. have gone down. Yes, that's true. Right, but we never address that metric because they're in charge? Yes, exactly. Okay. Well, because we're a capitalist society, and right. clearly we can't say anything negative about capitalism ever. Right. That's true, you dirty socialist. <laughs> All right, I am going to move on at this point to religious nonsense, I think. Okay. Please, I'm already riled up. <laughs> <laughs> the first thing that I've got, I don't, I don't even know what to say about this. I, I, if you're, I, I, hopefully everyone is aware of who Ayan Hirsi Ali is. Uh, mm -hmm. She was an ex-Muslim. <laughs> ex she spoke with uh, Christopher Hitchens several times, uh, several different atheist big speakers. She's, she was one of them for, for several years. She has now said that she is no longer an atheist, and she has announced that she is now a Christian. Really? Yeah. Yep. Right on. And I don't get it. I don't know. Like, she was a pronounced atheist. Now, apparently, that was mostly anti-Islamic sentiment, which I get from where she came from. I totally understand her not liking Islam. But now she says that the Judeo-Christian traditions are what the world needs to hold together and to push through all of the violence and everything that's happening. Uh. And so she is now a Christian. Does, this, does she actually believe? I don't know. She never says that. Well, another quote is also interesting, and that she, um, she said Christianity is needed to combat Islam, authoritarianism, and quote, woke ideology. Oh, God. She's sipping from that Bill Maher Kool-Aid? Yeah, yeah, she might be. The but woke to go to... mind virus? 
<laughs> the woke mind virus. You don't that, even that, watch him that, anymore. That, I can't tell. That, 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 that Elon Musk is, that's why he bought Twitter to, to get rid of the woke mind virus. Yeah. He's trying to save us. Did you hear this? Did you see this with him? Yeah. 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 Oh, God. Is that to cover up the fact that he's a Nazi? Yeah. <laughs> Well, you can't say that. You can't. He's at least learned not to say the loud part out all the time, just mm-hmm. a little bit at a time, Ian. You know, like on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I want to know what he's doing in Israel at the moment. Oh, he's in Israel. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. that can't be good. Oh, uh, I think they made him fly over there to apologize. Oh. for being a Nazi. Oh. Yeah, but he's probably trying to sell him. Um, what is what's the uh, internet thing he's got? Starlink. Starlink. Sky, Sky, yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll buy it, but you can't be anti-Semitic anymore. <laughs> Who knows? So I would really like to sit down and talk with Ayan Hersey Ali at some point, because mm-hmm. I just, I don't understand how you could have said what she has said. And then, I mean, did she only, when she was talking about how God doesn't exist, she only meant Allah and not Yahweh, even though it's the same, same God, same thing. <laughs> yeah. It's the same antagonist. I got to tell you, the fact that that woke ideology thing is in there, I'm telling you, there's maybe COVID broke her brain. I feel like when COVID breaks your brain, you you blame it on woke shit for some reason. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Maybe she didn't. I mean, maybe she felt that she didn't have enough media publicity. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe, she, maybe she's broke. Maybe she got <laughs> bills to pay. And she's like, oh, my God, is Prager you hiring? Because <laughs> I'll go do anything. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, yeah, but she was one of the most outspoken atheists for a while in the in the you know in the inner circle and what the hell i don't know but of course fox uh went crazy uh laura ingram mm-hmm. had had to, to bring it up wait like she I found said, time to to not bitch about uh crippled black santa to uh right. to bitch about this <laughs> well wait, she, she angry about this or she pumped about no, this? no i think she pumped, pumped about it yeah yeah, yeah she's got to be pumped about this an ex-muslim ex-atheist christian oh, it ticks all the boxes right She's making the well, play I mean, that I thought S.E. Cup was always going to make. <laughs> this one. Oh, okay. But I always thought S.E. was going to go religious and try to bank on that. But I guess she got a job at CNN and they're like, she's like, oh, no, I can stay the way I was. <laughs> yeah. I guess someone who's a Muslim atheist Christian, like, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm wondering why we're pretending to be shocked that she flits here and there and, and tries on different hats. Like... A year from now, when we do a follow-up about how she converted to Judaism, are we going to be just as shocked as we are today? <laughs> no, she, she's she's going to go homeopathic. That's the mm. next step. Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, usually well, that would be awesome. Clearly, no. But I mean, when you go from a religion to no religion, I get that. But then to go right. to another different religion, I don't. I just I don't get it. Yeah, I'm smelling a, uh, I'm going homeopathic, like, and it turns out my husband owns a copper rod company. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, I don't, I, I mean, I guess I'm just like, like, she broke up with her ex, she worked on herself for a little bit, and now she's banging her ex's best friend. That's not that weird to me. <laughs> That's a pretty good analogy. Mm-hmm. All right. I'll, I'll buy that analogy. All right. Oh, thanks. The, <laughs> the next, uh, religious nonsense, a... Judge has tossed out a family's sexual abuse case, yeah. which would they were trying to sue the Mormon church for failing to report to the police. Now, what we know for sure is that there were two survivors of a family sexual abuse case. Their father was sexually abusing them. He confessed this to his 
priest in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, also commonly known as the Mormons. This priest then, uh, he went to a, a church, I forget what the person's actual title is, but like a church, a higher up authority, like a, a I don't know if it was the church lawyer or it was someone in the church. He, he asked, look, this is happening. Do I need to go to the police? And the person told him, no, absolutely not. Um, the priest then went back to the family and it brought in him and his wife, let his wife know what was going on and encouraged him to turn himself in. And if he didn't, her to turn him in. Uh, neither of which happened. Eventually, he was uh, the guy, the, the, the guy who was sexually abusing his kids, was excommunicated from the church. The priest left the church to go work somewhere else. And eventually, the people, the, the two kids, they decided they were going to sue the church for what they did to their family. Um, eventually, the guy was arrested and killed himself in prison. So then Oof. the kids decided we're going to sue the church because of what the, it did to the family. And uh, the, uh, the judge has now ruled that, oh, it wasn't the church's fault. It was, it was definitely within the confines of confession. But he broke the confession when he talked to other people. Yes, he did. <laughs> huh. But that's not what the judge says. That judge is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Super wrong. Possibly one of the top ten wrongest judge. <laughs> Karen is giving that judge a no, no, no. <laughs> I mean, I'm assuming they're going to appeal, but that, you know, they, the confession confessional was broken. Yeah. I mean, Seriously. I, I think they just phoned it in when he went to judge school. Yeah. I mean, he probably the, had AI write his paper. The priest went to somebody else in the church. The priest went and brought the wife in. And then later, when he left the church, he relayed the story to the next bishop coming in so yeah. that the next bishop would know what was going on. Like, wow. and yet they're like, yeah, it was in confession. So, yeah, <sighs> I, I go to church because it provides a strong sense of community and good moral lessons. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. What I happens just... in that confession room stays in that confession room. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the unfun version of Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> I did see another story about uh, the Mormon church not that long ago saying that they have a – it's an enormous problem, sexual abuse in the, in the Mormon church. I mean I would assume that it is because it is in every church. But, right, but, but they Catholics also have a – special. Yeah, but the Mormons have like a stronger hold on the community yeah. as far as you being like excommunicated oh, and shit. Yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah. It's way more insular, so they can do way more abuse. Yeah, yeah. Say one more fucking word, kid, and I'll make sure that no one ever talks to you again. Right, you, you will be You'll excommunicated by your church, and everybody you know will turn their back on you. Yeah, yeah. Utah's a big state. Yeah. <laughs> so, so do you want to hate the judge, uh, the the judge a little bit more? Yes. Usually, <laughs> at one point, the child went to this priest and said, "I'm scared to go home." Mm. The judge, when reviewing the case in in the judge's uh, verdict, his statement, whatever. The judge says a child saying I'm scared to go home is, as a matter of law, not sufficient to create a duty for the priest to report fear to the authorities. It's not even a reason to look into it. <laughs> I got to tell you, as someone who has worked at a university and had to go through mm -hmm. how to identify sexual and physical abuse. Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> 
It clear, a child saying, I'm afraid to go home, you report that. Absolutely. No, you are wrong, Ray. That should not even cause you a second thought. And you should go on your with your day and never think about that again. Well, I mean, I think we need to go back to the fact, though, that in, in the United States of America, priests are not mandatory reporters. Yeah, exactly. And that's the fundamental problem, is that they are not required by law, just like anybody else that works around children, to report abuse. Right. Yeah. All right. That one's disgusting. Let's get it's on to something a little bit better. It's living in America, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, by the way, I'm I'm just really waiting for the whole Mormon church and the sexual views that they've been keeping quiet. Like, it's slowly leaking. It There's going to be a dam burst at some point, I think. Yeah, I think so. It's coming. All right. So the next one's a little bit better. Uh, well, considering how negative that was, it was <laughs> it's a lot better. Uh, the ACLU... In Saucon Valley, in Pennsylvania, the school district has agreed to pay $200,000 to the Satanic Temple over the alleged discrimination that they committed. This is the, I think we mentioned this before, where the Satanic Temple was trying to convene a after-school Satan club. Mm. And uh, because there was an after-school Christian club. And the, the the school wasn't letting wasn't letting it happen. The school district uh, uh, refused to let it happen. And now uh, the ACLU got involved and picked up the case this last spring. And now uh, the school district is paying the Satanic Temple two hundred thousand dollars in wow. um, yeah out of the lawsuit. I mean, I mean, it kind of sucks. I mean, it's taking money away from the school who probably needs it. But fuck those people. <laughs> well, but the Satanic Temple is going to take that money and use it to help the kids in the area. Well, that's good. Since the school clearly isn't that concerned with it. Yeah, yeah. try to explain that sentence at Thanksgiving dinner, though. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you start off with, they don't worship Satan. They don't even believe in Satan. I, I saw something on, uh, I think it was on Reddit, someone who was like, no, Satanic Temple doesn't believe in Satan. And so, you know, you can Satan, Satanists aren't what you think. And somebody was, uh, the response was, well, what do you call the people who do believe in Satan? The answer to that is you call them Christians. Yeah. Oh, got him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they think he exists. Well, yeah. okay. It is true. He is tempting your babies every day, so... <laughs> A related story over in Wisconsin, um, represented Congressman uh, Mike Gallagher is, uh, he's outraged, completely outraged. There's a little clip of it on the uh, website, just a little clip. He's really more outraged than what he shows. It's impossible to overstate, he says, how offensive this satanic temple Christmas tree display is to Christians. It would be, in a quite literal sense, the same thing as waving a Hamas flag inside of a synagogue. Wow, man. Oh, my. Come on, man. Give me a break. So what exactly does a Christmas tree have to do with Christianity? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's uh, uh, the, the evergreen symbolizes everlasting life. I oh, you're was making what I that up. No, I was yep. told that when I was like six or eight. Or... Has, this, is... has this satanic Christmas tree... Uh, kidnapped Christians and killed babies and run around mm. and murdered people. This this tree, <laughs> or, or wait, no, wait, wait, no, wait. The analogy would be Satanists running around killing Christians all the time. Is that something we're not hearing in the news? No. 
okay, they're not breaking into Christian's house and killing them or burning down churches and shit no. like that. You no. sure? Positive. What about but- around Christmas time when it's the war on Christmas? <laughs> have you nope. seen Have you seen the black Santa in the wheelchair? No. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> no, I have not. But <laughs> oh. Conceptually, it sounds amazing. <laughs> it's 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 contributing to the decline of America, according to Fox News. Ooh. A black, black Santa, Santa in a wheelchair? In a wheelchair, they're selling them at Target. Oh, it's like it's not a person; it's actually a, like a just a little a thing you can buy to yeah to put on your thing right next to the gay nutcracker that they're having an issue with as well. <laughs> okay, I just I mean like listen, I'm, you know, you're gonna put a statement like that. I want to make sure I'm getting all the news. So. Right. Again, to reiterate, Satanists are not running around kidnapping Christians and killing them. No. Now explain to me again how this is the same as putting this Hamas flag in a synagogue. <laughs> sure. Some some facts around this. This is an annual festival in Green Bay. Uh, it is held at the National Railroad Museum that hosts a Christmas Ooh, tree fun. festival in Ashwabanan. I that's I probably screwed that up, but uh, it is a suburb of Green Bay. The satanic is a satanic temple. I don't. I, I'm not sure who put this forward. I probably. Uh, it is one of sixty six trees at the event. The tree has blood red lights. Cool. They could just be red. So, so red. Blood red. They're red. No, they're <laughs> yeah, red. They're red. They're red. <laughs> blood red. Uh. All right. Here we go. The satanic tree is covered in blood red lights that seemingly resemble demon eyes. I don't know how that... I, I need to see one of these lights. Uh, it has a snake-like figure at the bottom. One ornament says, Hail Santa. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> that's <Clever>. hilarious! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's like uh, it's put like putting a Hamas flag in a synagogue. It Putting a Christmas tree on display at a Christmas tree display. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah. That's it? No, No black tinsel? I thought black no. tinsel would totally man. Come on, Satanists, you're missing a, missing something here. <laughs> so I'm, I'm I, so I found a picture of the disabled Santas. I am curious as to why they're not upset about the disabled white Santa, just the disabled black Santa in a wheelchair. Well, I mean, there's one thing to be said about that, but there's two things to bitch about the other one. But true. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think like, like the idea of a black Santa either, regardless of whether he's in a wheelchair or not. Right, but he's right. also he also cannot be in a wheelchair. Okay, so. We'll get, hmm. As soon as we get rid of the black one, we'll move on to the white one. Okay. But would it be better if we? Would it be better if we called him Blanta? <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to ask Laura Ingram. Okay. <laughs> Ew. Um, she seems nice. We should hang out. I'm going to try to pull us back to the Christmas trees again. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. The museum CEO said that the group, the Satanic group, followed all the guidelines. They were not advocating for violence and stressed that the museum has fostered diversity in the past. Uh, She said, there was no hesitation. We're not a religious organization. We focus on trains. (laughs) 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 You stepped in it, though. You you did a Christmas tree decoration thing. No, that's gold. Oh, my God. We're just here for the trains. (laughs) Give us a break. (laughs) (laughs) That poor person who had to make that statement. Yeah. Satanic. I thought this was going to be questions about the Northern Pacific line. <laughs> I just want to see a choo-choo. <laughs> that's that's what I'm thinking about. Some real hardcore train lovers. Some real <laughs> nerds. You know, be like, man, come on. We just like to hang out when the train goes by. 
It's all we want. <laughs> I do too. Oh, they're already they're in overalls and they have those little engineer caps on. They all cheer when it comes. Here it comes. Here it comes. <laughs> and whenever whenever I see those videos, Ian, I go. God, I'm jealous of this person because I'm not that enthusiastic about anything. <laughs> I know. And the I, I wish I was. That yeah. Something so simple brings up what I wouldn't give for a feeling like that. Yeah. It's like this. I'm yeah. a broken man. Why can't I just yeah. love a train like one it's of these just, people? It's just a bottomless pit of apathy, and anything I throw in it just disappears. <laughs> this guy's going nuts over a train. Man. Good for him. And, he, and him being an imaginary guy we just made up. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm still envious of my imagination. Take that, me. I have a coworker who fits this description to a T, so that's who I'm picturing constantly. Oh, okay. <laughs> Very love training strains? positive. Love strains? Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that love strains. And is an electrical engineer, so... <laughs> nice. Very train positive. Is, is very <laughs> incredibly nerdy, but good for him. Yeah. All right, uh, the next thing I've got, Charleston, West Virginia. Hey, I lived in Charleston for six months. Oh, yeah. Aww. I'm sorry. What do you think of that? <laughs> I don't know. Do you know this person? We'll, we'll find out. <laughs> well, this is actually the Division of Corrections and Rehabilitation, the oh. WVDCR, because <laughs> that's an easy acronym to remember. Actually, it's an abbreviation, not an acronym, but whatever. <laughs> so... Andrew Miller, who was incarcerated at St. Mary's Correctional Center for breaking and entering, filed a lawsuit against the WVDCR because the state would not accommodate his request for a non-religious religious substance abuse program. They, they basically said you have to go to AA when you get a, you know, if we, if we grant you parole. So because of this, uh, his parole was denied. Oh, so, in a release on Wednesday, the American Atheists, which represent Miller in a case, said that they won the lawsuit and that the WVDCR removed its requirement that participants attend a 12-step meeting and the religious components from the federally funded substance abuse program, that has all been taken out and they agreed to pay $80,000 in legal fees. So. Wow. The West Virginia Parole Board now does not require you to attend a religious substance abuse group. Oh, nice. good news. Yes, yeah, absolutely. That's great. Surprising news out of West Virginia, but I'll take it. Right? Yeah. yeah. And let me tell you, a lot of those people in the city are pretty backwards. <laughs> At least when I was there 20 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Good news. So, there you go. Yeah. Good job, West Virginia. Don't say that too often. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's see what else we have here. Um, I have the very last thing that I threw in here is I just wanted to reference it. You can take a look on your own time. It's kind of a it's it's a little bit of a long read, but it's called Jesus: The Gospel Disharmony, uh, written by David Comfort. It is basically a quick kind of quick. It's it's mm-hmm. kind of long, but it's a quick rundown of. The problems with the gospel and the problems around the stories of Jesus. So if you ever get into an argument with someone, you know, being an atheist and someone is like, you know, well, what what do you say about, you know, the life of Jesus? And this gives you a real quick rundown on how you can can counter arguments and how you can deal with the idea that that, you know, 
Jesus was such a a moral center. Now, for the Bible, Jesus is pretty good. Uh, mm. I'll give him that. The stories are, are pretty positive compared to the rest of the Bible. Right. But the Gospels actually contradict each other. Uh, John, the book of John in particular, goes, it leaves out vast, really important pieces of Jesus's life. And this article goes into, well, why would that have been left out? Because it was written later and because some people wouldn't have, it would have dissuaded some people from following uh, the Christian beliefs. So it, it it's a good rundown and I just want to throw it in there. If, if you give it a read, it gives you some good arguments and some good background knowledge on the Gospels. I like the one, uh, the most dramatic discrepancy in the Gospels. What were Jesus's last words on the cross? According to Matthew, it was, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Which I've heard a lot. According to Luke, it was, Father, into thy hands I commit my spirit. And according to John, it was, it is accomplished. That's strikingly different. Yeah. <laughs> For the last words hanging on a cross. You'd think they'd be, you know, somewhat similar. Well, especially since, well, Matthew and Luke were written right about the same time. So they didn't have time to, like, you know, coordinate with each other. There were no cell phones back then. <laughs> so I get that. But then John was written, like, 50 years later. And all so he came up with, <laughs> he came up with, it is accomplished? That's yeah, kind it's of... his own. Well, because... The prophecy is a cop. John was pushing that this was all a prophecy. So you have what this what the the article does is it breaks down what the authors were trying to accomplish. Mm, sure. For, for John, it was that the prophecy was you know that the Jesus was the 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 prophet foretold and the Messiah. And for yeah, for the others, they had a they had a different goal. So different outcomes. I mean, you know, the, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Is how was that? If that was the plan, why are you surprised? <laughs> Interesting. Worth a read. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would say if you have a chance to, like I said, it's it's a long article, but it's not like reading a full book. It's just an article. So <laughs> I did want to mention this. This is under alt science. Um, CNN has an article about a latest Pew survey talking about the fact that belief or understanding of science is way down, according to Pew surveys. Can you uh, repeat that, please? I, I want to hear that one more time. Trust in science? Tr trusting in science is way down. Okay, that's what I... Okay, I just want to make sure I heard that right. Go on. <laughs> uh, people saying that science has a mostly positive effect is down to 57% of people. Holy down crap. points... From November 2021, 16% points down from before the pandemic. Wow. So it was 73% of the people said that uh, science has a mostly positive effect. Now it's 57. Nice. That sounds about where we are. Yeah, yeah it really does. We're in a pretty uh, excellent backslide there for quite a while. It's going to take us a long time to get back up to 70%, unfortunately. Yeah, and unfortunately... There's just, the forces working against us are just too potent a lot of the time. I mean, those numbers are staggering, right? Yeah. The conservative propaganda machine is just too effective and too efficient. And you, I, I just... You know, the excuse that they, they use the, that I'm hearing a lot of times is the fact that because even the best scientists in the world will tell you, we don't know everything... Right. And things need to be adjusted as we learn them. And then they use that as just goes, well, science used to believe this and science used to believe that, but then they had to change it. So what do they really know? 
is is what I hear a lot. Like that's kind of a well, there, there, yeah, I was gonna say I, I I get that, and I I don't understand why that confuses people. There's there's no claim to to know anything. All we as scientists are doing is observing the world around us and applying what we see and hear and feel to questions that we have and solve them that way. I mean, that's it. But in their, There's in no their belief ti- system or structure. Right. It's stop. In their tiny little world, what you just said equivocated to, you're telling me I'm wrong. <laughs> and I don't like that. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I, yeah. I'm sorry. You're not wrong. I just don't agree with you. <laughs> Oh no! You, you can have to continue agree. to believe that. Sure. I, have you seen this book I hold in my hand? You have to believe I what know. I what I believe. <laughs> You're a reader. I support that. In most cases, reading is beneficial. <laughs> <laughs> well, it speaks to a, a definite lack of understanding of what science actually is. Yes. I, I fear yeah. that, um, I mean, the, right now, you know, school boards across the country, I think the, the Democrats did fairly well, but there are schools right now that are not teaching what science is. What the scientific sure. method is? Oh, listen! If I, if I was a, a a biology science teacher in a high school, hmm. I would fear for my life at all times. Right <laughs> <laughs> like any time a kid raises their hand, I'm like, "Oh, is this kid gonna get me fucking fired?" You know, if he asked me about evolution or genetics or anything, you know, like yeah, all those things would be like they're just hot button issues right now. Is this kid trying to set me up because I gave him a fucking C? <laughs> and you're, you're talk about the the fact that the republicans are doing this it, it's absolutely true because part of the questions um showed that nearly 40 percent of republicans said that they had little or no confidence in scientists to act in the public's best interest that's insanity yeah, yeah. it's totally accurate and i totally believe you but that is insanity yeah, yeah. But over 80% of Democrats still expressed an amount of confidence in science. So it's clearly well, the Republicans talking points. Because, right, I right. mean, it, it, it's, it's And again, clear. it lines up. I get it. You have to have an illogical anti-science mindset to be anti-science. But Jesus, that's – but again – Religion and extreme views, um, that's fine. I get it. But like, I don't understand I don't, but, it, and I can't empathize with how it. How hard not is dumb. it, though, to think to look at how the scientific method works and go, "Hey, you know, there was a time when we thought drilling holes in people's heads would would uh, get bad spirits out of them, right?" <laughs> yeah, and it turned out well, it killed them, right? Maybe there's something more to it. Maybe we should look into it and study. Like when you look at the world around you, how do you not? go a lot of this is because of science what do you think the internet just fucking popped up out of nowhere <laughs> like it, i don't know i right well i mean up i got until i gotta get off this fucking up until planet. like the, up until the turn of the century like mm. infectious diseases yeah were killing people in like the the 30 35 mm. now it's down to like two percent because they invented vaccines they absolutely work they are historically proven, and they keep modifying them because we keep learning more things and better ways to employ them. It is not a trick to put 5G in you. I promise. <laughs> With all my heart, I promise. Nothing malicious. And I always say, as opposed to the 5G, you're carrying around in your pocket at all times. It's tracking you. <laughs> right. The other thing that the the conservative side has done is equivocated religion and science. So if you don't believe in religion, 
it's probably because of you know science is teaching and if you if you do believe in science well then you're 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 going against god and so they've they've taken these two things and made them equal and see god has all the answers so science should have all the answers but science admittedly says we don't have all the answers so clearly that's not the, the best answer to to all of the questions so they're treating it like a competitive religion. Yes. Not as a something outside of your religious nonsense. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Yes. Huh. This is classic cult uh playbook 101 is just I mean like when you really I mean obviously we know but you just just keep the masses as stupid as possible. I can't wait yeah. till they say like you really don't need to learn how to read. <laughs> like we'll we'll use picture signs and shit to get you around and where you need to go but it's really high time that I mean, if you if God wanted you to know how to read, you would have been born with the ability to read. <laughs> and you don't really need to know how much things cost. We'll just give you this piece of plastic, and you swipe it when you go, when you leave the store. Right, right. We'll handle that for you. You don't need to learn math. If you, God wanted you to know math, you'd know math. Right. Right. <laughs> Why <Yeah>. do anything? <laughs> I mean, I, I think it's it's a, a in large part it's because of the you know the technical revolution of the 1970s through the current time. Humans have not kept up with this. I mean, you look at grandparents today, they technology just completely bypassed them. And I think there's a lot of people that are in that position where they don't understand how their phone works. They don't understand how to make it work. They don't understand a lot of the things that they have no option but to buy the, you know, the, the, the fancy TV right. and they don't know how to make it work. Because change is hard and learning is hard. It is. It's much easier just to yell about right. it and how much you hate it and how much you don't like these Get the why I just need to make phone calls. What's all this bullshit on my phone? Yeah, there's that's it's, it's a I mean, it's just a losing mentality. It is that makes you vulnerable to everybody who does understand those sorts of things. Right. So it, it makes you feel stupid and it makes it feel like you're 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 missing out. So you get angry. And who do you get angry at? Yeah. Science, because science yeah. brought all this stuff to our doorstep. Things were better back in my day. Exactly. Yeah. You know, well, when the no, gays well, kept it quiet and the blacks knew their place. <laughs> and my phone only made phone calls. Right. <laughs> and I knew how to work listen, my phone. <laughs> listen, I get it to some extent. Sure. In the, se in the sense that, oh, like, for sure. I'm older, man. I can't pick up on shit as quick as possible. And uh, yep. But on the other hand, I'm also, I, I don't know, self-aware to go, well... I'll be old enough one day. These young people just take care of me. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's the option. You either give in and fall further and further behind, or you learn the shit. I'm right, a right. huge listen, advocate I, of learn the shit. <laughs> and here, I mean, my mother drives me crazy, but I'm going to give points to her mm. because she is turning eighty next week, and this woman is still hitting the fucking laptop and sending emails and and using all the streaming services and and like she's she doesn't up. get it. She's keeping up for for a woman of her age. Sure. Good. You know what I mean? Like she's not like a complete idiot. She does have right. a, she has a hard time understanding the difference between email and the internet and when the internet's out she doesn't know why her email doesn't work, but she knows how to use email. <laughs> All right? Yeah, nice. Yeah, that's solid. It is. So, that's that's the level you need to keep operating at. Yeah. Right. So that you don't fall behind and become a victim. Right. You just don't need that. And I, Your anger will not get you far. No. There are some, Trust yeah, me. and there are some things, old people, that we will let you slip on. You do not have to keep up with modern day music. All right, We're, you gotta yeah. let that one go because your older music. I don't even keep up with modern day music. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's, that shit. I'm not that's pushing funny. that on you other people. You keep up with it way more than anybody else I know of your age. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, right. Well, you know, I mean, it, it fuels me, but I, I'm still, I'm Ray, I'm a good half decade to decade behind where everybody else is musically. I just dip in and out every now and again. Meanwhile, I hear something new. I go to Ian to ask him what it was. <laughs> Please, I listen to the same shit every night. I'm just like, man, it ain't getting better than 1998, is it? <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree with you, but I'll still sample new things every now no, and again. No, I, I do too, but not as much. But... <laughs> But to wrap it around to the original story, yes, that 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 taking advantage of the dummies mm. is is the power move. I mean, we still do it. That's why we have an electoral college because we can't be trusted with our little brains to cast a vote. We have to tell someone to consider casting the vote that we would like to cast for us because I mean, we just wait. That's too much pressure. And and help Ian me also invented, help me everybody invented because. There weren't phones back then and all well, and fax sure. machines and shit. Absolutely. You had to send right. somebody to Washington, you know, and with, then maybe there was a telegraph line. Yeah. yeah. Now right. we could get these results pretty fucking quickly. <laughs> yeah. We don't actually need the stagecoach anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so it is it is kind of a self-correcting problem as long as the kids today can have access to the technology that they need to keep up. And it's the kids that don't have the access that are, that are going to be the problem. But I think there's fewer of them. So, you know, once the boomers all die off, it'll be better. <laughs> <laughs> really? Have you met Mike Johnson? He's not a boomer. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Right? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah. Fair point. All right. <laughs> They're still out there. Don't get me wrong. But I think there's going to be fewer of them as time goes by. I hope so. Yeah. I'm not exactly have a shiny outlook for what's going to happen to us. <laughs> yeah. Well, the interim is going to be scary because there's a lot of frightened people out there and that's not a good thing. On that note, I'm going to hit my final story. Hmm? I don't know if you guys have ever heard of this conspiracy theory. I hadn't, and I don't think we've covered it. There is a conspiracy theory called King Kill 33. Have you heard of this? No. No, Sounds like no an awesome but I band. am in. Yeah, it's... <laughs> I'm going to go a see great that band. title. <laughs> <laughs> the question in the in the t- title, the heading was was the assassination of JFK an alchemical conspiracy? What? Oh gosh, I hope so. <laughs> alchemical. Okay, wait, wait, wait. What is an alchemical conspiracy? I, to, okay, so I don't know and I've read the whole article. So <laughs> let me let me give you what I do know about the killing the the King Kill conspiracy, King Kill 33 conspiracy. The the argument is that Kennedy's assassination was an orchestrated work of psychological warfare against the American people by a shadowy cabal of Freemasons. And the fulfillment of a Masonic ritual. So. I'm already confused. <laughs> the assassination has to do with Masonic sorcery. The the one and only Catholic president in the, of the United States, you know, at the time. Now, now there's right. been more. Um, he, he was a scapegoat. He was enchanted with drugs and sorcery. Ooh, okay. Hmm. I'm, I'm back in. In alchemy, the killing of a king was symbolized by a crucified snake on a Tau cross, a variant of the crucifixion of Christ. The ultimate purpose was not political or economic, but sorceress. For the control of the dreaming mind and the marshalling of its forces is the omnipotent force in this scenario of lies, cruelty, and degradation. Hmm. So they claim that something died in the American people on November 22nd, 1963, 
and it began the transformation of human beings into using the authentic reason and motive for the the Kennedy murder. So I I didn't follow any of that. I I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) I got to tell you, man, like that was awesome. I don't believe in a lot of conspiracy theories, and I've often brought this up that I'm always a little skeptical about the Kennedy assassination Mm. as to what happened there. But it has gone way beyond anything I've ever thought of. Yeah. It has, like, been supercharged. (laughs) I mean, yeah, was was there another shooter on um, the grassy grassy knoll? (laughs) Yeah, that's about as far as I go. Right. You know? (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's the thing. There are a lot of questions around it because, you know, the whole magic bullet, if you you don't know what that's referring to, the, the idea that one shooter... The bullet, like, hit him and bounced off of bones and went different trajectories and did, you know, massive damage in different directions. So the bullet changed direction. Um, but ended opposed- up pristine at, right. at the end, yeah. As opposed Whatever. to there were multiple shooters, and that makes it a conspiracy, possibly a government-backed conspiracy, to, you know, get this guy out of office. So I get that. Like, I don't believe it, but I I can get it. Sure. <laughs> the idea that Kennedy was charged with drugs and sorcery and was a <laughs> was crucified to disable the American people's spirit. Uh, huh? That seems likely. <laughs> I'm wondering is this is this all stemming from QAnon? This this JFK resurgence between him and his son and even RFK coming out of the fucking woodwork to run for president. Like, is this all this Kennedy love coming from that? Well, I think it also helps that this is, what, the 60th year yeah. anniversary? Oh, yeah. I didn't even think of that. Damn. And there was some sort of somebody came forward and said they had new revelations about the Kennedy assassination, and it was it turned out to be just nothing. Yeah, some guy came forward and said- Oh, no. Uh, I saw something recently with- uh, Oh, my God. Who's that actor that played Meathead on uh, Archie <laughs> um, Bunker? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Shit. Anyway. Rob Reiner. Yeah. Thanks, Rob Reiner's got a book coming out about JFK and he about the all the weird things about the assassination. And I'm like, man, what is going on? I mean, like, if there wasn't all this craziness attached to it, I'd be really happy and fun to listen to. Sure. But yeah, it, it's gone. Yeah, it's gone just a little bit overboard. Yeah. Alchemical, alchemical wheels. And he was not a king. I mean, I think it did something. It damaged the American but he psyche the when he was... <laughs> when he was assassinated, I, I, I'll, I'll buy that. But Jeebus, yeah, yeah. It, it's a little, little beyond crazy. But hey, that's why it made my news. So <laughs> uh, that was like sweet, sweet nectar for me. <laughs> like that's like that's a conspiracy theory. Ghost buses are stupid <laughs> and lazy. This uh, is like borderline art. Yeah. You're not, Since I'm you're taking not a wrong. tiny break, when I come back in two weeks, I will be well educated in King Kill Thirty Three. Okay. <laughs> you have your assignment. Hopefully, more than yeah. me, because I just read this article and I'm almost as lost as before I started reading it. Oh, I, I I like the idea that he was killed to fuel a magical ritual, and it somehow did. Did, did the article suggest that this is Masonic in nature in some way? Yes. yes. I assume that's what the 33 is all about. Was he the 33rd? Oh, I thought, yeah, that's what, I thought he was 33rd the 33rd degree part. of masonry. Uh, oh. 
I don't know. I thought he was the 33rd president. Yeah, was Ooh. he? Do you see the link? <laughs> Ray, you're already piecing it together. <laughs> Number 23, Look at you, right? you motherfucking genius. <laughs> oh, no, he was 35th. He was the 35th Ooh. president, so. Uh-oh, we'll have to figure out why there's two extra. The, su- the, the son and the brother, maybe? <laughs> I don't know. How many times was Kennedy shot? Two? Three, t- three two. times. Three, three, t- three times? Yeah, there was three bullets. One that missed, and the two, that, the... The one, the magic bullet, and the one that nailed him in the head. Oh right, mm. the one in the head. Yeah. No, no, I don't know. Then we just got to do some weird math. So three times three is nine, and there were nine <laughs> somethings, and we'll be we'll be deep in this. It'll be a new show. <laughs> King Kill Thirty Three coming to the yeah. coming to the podcast network near you. I get behind that. I can't wait. <laughs> Looking forward to it. <laughs> All right, you guys have anything else? No sir. Negative, sir. Nope. All right, then I'm going to start wrapping it up for this week. Uh, first, I want to start by thanking our patrons who support the podcast. We really do appreciate it. Uh, uh, you help offset the costs of servers and the website and everything else that's, that's needed to keep it going. Uh, also, special thanks to those who are here tonight. I think uh, I think we lost Judy Joe somewhere along the way, but Big Old Grumpy Wolf, Hessian Gixon, and Hypatia really do appreciate uh, the comments and the feedback as we uh, are recording here. If you enjoy the podcast, you can support it by joining them, signing up on our Patreon page, or you can share the podcast on social media or leave a review for us wherever you happen to listen. Uh, if you'd like to contact us, you can on our Facebook page or tweeting at ProfaneArg. Also, please check out other shows on the soon-to-be-named network. It's a podcasting network of which we are a member. You can find all the shows at soon-to-be-named-network.com. Again, thanks for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you. Good night, and may your God go with you. Thank you.